Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We are back. Summer has been busy, and we've been all over, Lulu especially, and now we finally got a little bit of time to settle down and get a couple episodes out for you guys. Say hello to the people, Lou. Hi. So, Lulu just got back from Florida. Yes. Where was it you went in Florida? Palm Coast. I went with one of my friends. She has family up there. So well, we down went. there. But, Whatever. Know, we're not going to bring geography into this. I failed that, so. No, you didn't. I actually signed your report cards. So you did. I got a D. Probably. I did. Well, that's, that's something to brag about. Yeah. So, I like bees and everything else, so. Hmm. Uh, so, uh, what was your favorite part of your trip? Um, well, her aunt is who we stayed with. They had a pool, or they have a pool in their backyard, so we got to go swim pretty much every day and just hang out with her. And uh, you went and saw the new Elvis movie? Yes, it was really good. I liked it. Like, very, very good? It was... It They, like, stretched it out a lot, um, but like, the acting was super good. Austin Butler did amazing, like... It was really good. That it it was good casting is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, those those singer movies are usually good, but they do tend to go long because most of them have. Yeah, it was like two and a half hours. It was. And how just, how old did it uh, cover him to? It was from. Like, did he get to like big fat bloated Elvis? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was. Same went, dude played. All yeah, those Austin ages. Butler. Wow. Who um like one of his first things was in iCarly. He was. Um, I can't fully remember what he, who he was, but he was one of Carly's little boy toys. When you pull him up, I recognize him, but I couldn't have named any of the roles that he actually played. Yeah, he started off in, like, Disney and Nickelodeon stuff, and then now he's playing Elvis, so. Are we going to get the soundtrack to it when it comes out? Yeah. <laughs> Download it. Ooh, baby, you loving teddy bear. Okay, why not? See, I should have been Elvis. Austin Butler. <laughs> Side note, <laughs> my supervisor at work keeps calling me Austin on accident. This is Aaron? Yeah, because my <laughs> last name is Powers. And <laughs> it's not, he's not even doing it to troll. Like, he'll just be like saying the schedule in Austin, I got you here and here. And I'm like, really? <laughs> you don't even notice that you're saying it wrong? But, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's like a hazing thing. <laughs> So for those of you at home, we've been we've been busy. Like I said, we went on vacation down to Branson, uh, Missouri. Stayed at, a, at our at my mom's timeshare. It was a lot of fun. Um, and then right when we got back, Lou dipped off to Florida. And shortly before we left for the vacation, I started a new job, security at the local hospital here. Um, so, yeah been hard to pin down any time to get anything done I work nights now third shift so I've been trying to get my sleep right feeling a little better about it today's my day off so we're gonna record a couple so I got one to release next week too um, but yeah so this week we're gonna be covering weird science we watched it a few weeks ago took all the notes and then like I said we got busy didn't get a chance to sit down and record um, so basically Lulu mm -hmm. From the jump in this movie, Weird Science, one of the, the John Hughes classics. Yes. Another one of your boy toys, Scumbag. Two. 
Oh, you're talking about Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah, R.D. Scumbag. <laughs> R.D. Douchebag. That's so mean. Well, w was he a nice guy in this movie, Lulu? No, because he acted. <laughs> mm, I heard that they were like, just <laughs> improvised. And he was like, just be myself. And they were like, whatever, man. What and about Anthony Michael Hall? Yeah, he was a nerd at the time. And so I love nerds, clearly. Yeah, except for the bully ones, like Robert Downey Jr. and Rob Lowe. Oh, my lord. So, this movie is a classic that is a little problematic in this day and age. <laughs> um, two high school kids. Not, like, sophomore, not even, like, freshman, sophomore. Yeah, they... they 14, 15. Build a woman. They, they make her on their computer. And then... Uh, do they have sex with her? I don't know. Like it's They've never really I don't think they did, but she definitely made out with the one kid. What are the two boys' names? Um I can't think of their Gary and Wyatt. Gary and Wyatt, yes, yes, yes. Like I have texting about that. And she straight up tongued yeah. Wyatt and he was like eleven. Mm-hmm. And Kelly LeBrock is who played Lisa. Lisa. The girl. And Strangely, making out with a 12-year-old, not her biggest offense in Hollywood. She also married Steven Seagal. And that's pretty offensive. Um, but... Okay. <laughs> um, anyway. So, Gary and Wyatt are, are nerds in the classic 80s movie sense. Yes. And they're unsuccessful with, with womans. And... They decide to build one in their computer, and, and somehow, by some magic of technology, this happens. Yeah, that's the the. Why can't we just like make one and like ask her questions, and then it's weird. Right. Yeah, and it's hard to like. They had no experience with women, so how'd they know what the perfect woman was? Playboy. I mean, literally, they used like magazines and stuff. Yeah, it, it was pretty impressive the way that they, the way they did this, and I haven't been able to duplicate it. I've been trying. Your mom's always like, "Are you coming to bed?" And I'm like, "One minute." And yeah. Take a few of her bras. Yeah, I mean, I was wearing them on my head before. <laughs> they're, they're just like great earmuffs. They're not too constricting on the ears. I like to put them over my eyes and pretend I'm a fly. I can. <laughs> he, I don't claim you anymore as my father. So they create Lisa. And she comes about and she's got all these magical powers. She, as they're walking out of the house, she makes them, uh, makes their clothes change into some swanky suits. Yeah. And then they makes they, them twenty-one to go clubbing. Yeah, it makes them twenty-one in quotations, and they go to this this club that's. You know, for scoundrels, we'll say. There, there's some ruffians. It appears to be a, a, a rough uh, group that's there. I don't like that there was, that they were the only white people there, too. That kind of hurt me. Well, <laughs> and another thing that a little problematic. <laughs> yeah, a little racist. Oh, Anthony Michael Hall's little <laughs> cultural appropriation as he starts getting drunk. And 
Yeah, man, you got to know what I said to my parents, man. And, like, it, it's funny to watch it now and yeah. think about, like, oh, that, as simple as that seems, can't happen anymore. No, not at all. Yeah. But, so they go, they get, they get drinky drinkies. And, of course, Lisa is a hit at this bar, and then the fact that she says she's with these guys is a big, uh, uh... Weird? Like. Well, weird, yes, but <laughs> gives uh, the two kids, Gary and Wyatt, a lot of credit with these hooligans at this at this club. Yeah. And so, uh, they, they, they like these guys because they think for some reason that they're, they're doing nefarious things with this beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Um, the shower scene. The as soon scene. as oh, yeah. they get her, she's like, "Well, I want a shower." So she's no clothes in the shower, and they're in just pants, terrified. Yeah, they're like completely clothed. They didn't even put on swimsuits. No, oh, yeah. Which I was nervous around girls in my day, but I don't think I ever would have done that. I probably wouldn't have had my buddy in there with me. <laughs> I'd have made him get out. Nice. Good for you. <laughs> so, Lulu, like, when you're watching this, how much are you just, like, cringing? Like, oh, my God, I can't believe they could do that. There's definitely certain things that are said or even just certain, like, slurs they can slip in there. I'm like, oh, that would not go good now. So many. In the 80s. Um, like, in Stand By Me, the amount of times they say the F slur. Oh, yes. Just Really, I'm like, okay then. Oh, that that was flying around for oh, for quite some yeah. time. Like even up to like when I was like high school, we were, you know, I won't lie, we were calling each other that all the time, and it was never like I never I, I never been bothered by by a gay person, and like Joey Diaz, you know who he is, the comedian, yeah, big heavy set dude. Uh, he grew up in like Brooklyn or whatever borough of New York. He's got a really funny bit where he's talking about how calling people the F word, uh, you know, like a bundle of sticks. I don't want to say it on here, but, you know, it starts with an F and ends with an agate. Um, he's got a bit where he's talking about it and he's like, we didn't mean it like, like to say it like to a gay. Well, we met like, you ever see somebody standing outside and it's cold out? The blowing in their hands. That's it. <laughs> and oh. It's just, it, it's guy talk for a soft person. It just, uh, unfortunately, is connected to homophobic slurs. Yeah. Um, but back to the movie. So they come home, we meet Chet. <laughs> Chet, played by Bill Pullman. Very, very famous actor. Actually passed away... Not terribly long ago. R.I.P. Bill Pullman. Um, uh, yeah, he plays the mean older brother of Wyatt. And and he's he's really good in that role. And it's it's over the top, but it's you know it fits with the eighties mon uh, mantra, the the types of movies that they made back then. And it's funny to see movies and how exaggerated characters can be and, and you get it because anything on stage or in front of the camera is going to be exaggerated because like oh, yeah, with 
with one person or one character in a movie, usually when someone's writing it, they're trying to represent like multiple people and they're taking all the craziest qualities of a few people and they're putting it into this one person. Yeah. Like prison movies or shows and stuff, mm -hmm. they take all the craziest stuff that you hear about from all the prisons. Yeah. And they try to consolidate those stories and make it seem like it all happens at this one prison. Yeah, like that's kind of like what they did in 13 Reasons Why. Yeah, Flash. yeah. And like mom's watching Orange is the New Black. And like the 20th time? Yeah. And she sits there the other night. Would that happen? No. Would that happen? No. Would that happen? No. <laughs> what about that? And that's most of it is like things that were. Happened like once. Happened once, or you know, if three things happen in that show, the odds are that. If they even ever happened, they happened at three different prisons. The yeah. odds of them actually happening at the same place to the same people are pretty slim. Mm -hmm. But again, another derailment. So <laughs> the next scene after they the boys come home, after the night out drinking and cultural appropriation and statutory rape, <laughs> and yeah, Wyatt makes out with Lisa in one of the creepier scenes in Hollywood history, but... Also probably the best moment of that kid's life. <laughs> like, can you imagine he walked down to set that day or, you know, read the script or whatever, or, like when he found out who was cast to play Lisa and he's reading the script going, I, guess I, I have to make out with her? Uh, I don't know how his parents felt, but he was like, yes, finally. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have told my parents. I'd have let him find out when the movie came out. I, won't let I think even then the parents would have to sign consent forms. You know, I don't. I mean, maybe like right at the beginning. I don't know how much they would know about the ins and outs of the script. That's true. Yeah. But so they come back. Chet's all over him for being drunk and all this, and blackmails blackmails him. Makes Wyatt give him money. Mm -hmm. Says he'll keep it quiet. It's like a hundred and seventy-three dollars. Like yeah, something it's super exact. It's probably the exact amount for some gun or something he wanted, I don't know. Cocaine. He does seem like the kind of guy that would be a little, little zooted, a little, little extra energy. Uh, but then after that, they go to the mall. The next day, they go to the mall with Lisa, mm -hmm. and your, uh... Robert Downey Jr. RDJ is a scumbag! We're gonna change that the name of this podcast to Lulu Likes Scumbags. That one doesn't even make sense, and... Like, that one doesn't fit as well. Really? Because dumping a slushy on someone's head from the next level, <laughs> pretty scumbaggy. Okay. It's I'm a, just saying. A character. Yeah, a character based on. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm not going to believe you for that one or the Rob Lowe one until you show me solid evidence or one of them says it. All right. So right here, I'm reading the IMDb IMDb page, uh -huh. and it says Robert Downey Jr.'s character was based on the real life Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Why does it say that? Uh, he actually auditioned to play Lisa, <laughs> but they said even we're not that gay. Okay, that one's not. I mean, no, you that, can't make this that's stuff up. a little up, too Luke. far, there, sir. A little too far. I think this movie was a little too far. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that happens. And then, after doing that, I can't remember what the other fella's name is. 
RDJ and is this him, Robert Russler? I think so. Max. Yeah. They are. Uh, he was in like sixteen candles and all those too. We'll have to watch mm -hmm. all of those. Yeah. Um, I think we might have to do a whole John Hughes series, but sure. they try to proposition Lisa outside the mall and then that's when they learn that she is with Gary and Wyatt. Yeah. And they are needless to say dumbfounded. Yeah. And then the party. And then they get ready to throw the party, which I think Lisa meeting Gary's parents oh my gosh. might be my favorite part of the movie. That is a beautiful scene. Because it's not like because she knew something was going to happen. She knew she was going to plan something there. Well, she knew that she had magical powers. Oh, yeah. And, and the boys seemed to keep, like, forgetting that. And they were like, well, what are we going to do? And so she, she straight up, like, they're not going to let him go. And she pulls a gun. She makes them, like, she says the worst things. Because then she mentions, like, Sex groups and stuff. Oh, yeah. What's going to be going on at this party? Oh, we're going to be... There's going to be sex just a bunch and of drugs naked and rock and roll. Just a bunch of naked teenagers walking around making out. That's so how we party. Something along that lines. And the parents, like, literally die right there. I mean, I don't know if this is the place to bring it up, but that's how I met your mom. Okay, I know that's not true. <sighs> so what do you think? Oh, we worked at a casino together. Yeah, that's the story, Lulu. Okay. Really? It was a big naked party. At the casino. At the casino, yes. So, technically, we did meet at the casino. Nice. Anyway. <laughs> Pardon me. Yeah. So, Lisa does, like, this magic on Gary's parents where she just completely wipes their memory. And Gary's dad forgets he even exists. Yeah. Which is pretty hilarious. And, you know, it's funny how many movies perpetuate the father figure as just this clueless dope literally even stranger things oh my god mike's dad which it cracks me up because he's so just oblivious to everything going on around him but oh, so many movies is hopper in that well yeah hopper's crazy bro hopper's the man you love hopper. stan david harbour so the the party uh, lisa throws a party at uh, Wyatt's house. Yeah. His parents are out of town. It's him and Chet at home. Chet's not there. He's yeah, because that was the whole thing was the parents were out for the weekend, so Gary was going to stay the weekend with the boys. Right. Well, all these people start showing up, yeah. and Gary and Wyatt hide in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. They're up there strategizing, talking. They know that this is everything they've ever wanted. But they're also very nervous. Yeah. How are you at parties? Lou, do you, do you just get right in there and mix it up? Yep. Yeah? Yeah. You College parties, yeah. You get pretty drunk? Yeah. Nice. Pretty hammered. Nice. Uh, not me. Solemn uh, Boy Scout over here. I don't believe that. <sighs> so... R.D. Douchebag and, and his buddy, they... The Robert Squared. Yes. They start trying to talk to... Lisa. Lisa. Which you get to, like, see their girlfriends, who... Oh, yeah. Wyatt, yeah. Deb and Hilly, who Wyatt and Gary also kind of like. 
kind of like they're like in love with yeah. them. Because the girls end up trying to go to the bathroom, but they're in there, so they all four are kind of standing in there awkwardly. That would get awkward, especially. I, I guarantee one of them had to poop. One did poop. No, one of the girls. Oh. <laughs> so they were oh, like, they just, oh had, God. they just had to touch up their makeup. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag here, Lulu. Girls don't poop. Girls poop. No, they don't. They poop. I've gone into the bathroom after your mother. Alright? They poop. Women only poop after they've turned 40. Like, well, for the first 40 years of That's not true life. either. Why do you? Because I was in the room for childbirth. <laughs> Alright? There was poop. There was poop there. What? Yeah. I'm confused. I don't want to know. You get a shot in your back, in your spleen, that numbs everything. And okay, so yeah, like I said, I don't need to know this. You can't squeeze your sphincter. I don't want to know this. And when you push to get a baby out, I don't want to know this. Other things come out of other holes. I don't want to know this. I, it's all part of my birth control plan, Lulu. <laughs> you ever get pregnant, you're going to shit all over the place. <laughs> Alright? Just so you know. This does not need to be on the internet. Well, it is now. I'm going to go um, dry and bleach after this. So, uh... RDJ and Robert Russell. Robert Squared. Robert Squared is what we'll go with for our douchebag tandem. Yeah, Lord. Um, <laughs> they they want to borrow Lisa and they try talking. <laughs> they try switching girls. Like, yeah. okay, Lisa, you can have Deb and Hilly. They just straight up tell Wyatt and Gary, we'll give you our girlfriends if we can have her. So, like, they're trading having a girl to themselves to share a girl mm -hmm. which I mean yeah she was like a supermodel but just seems like don't need that in your life uh, there's um two guys that are in Hype House Ace and Christian when they were in like I think they said third or fourth grade they shared a girlfriend and they thought it was the like coolest thing ever and then they now end up realizing, like, that was so stupid of us to do. Yeah. And, I mean, it is 2022, you know. <laughs> so it's whatever people are into. But generally, uh, sharing a boy or girl is not uh, not ideal. Yeah, you wouldn't think so. Especially for that person that's being shared. Yeah. Especially if they are not aware. Yeah. Some people might be into it, not for me to judge, mm -hmm. but I'm going to say for the most part, not into it. I mean, me and Ava, we share celebrities. See, and that, I mean, it's weird. Don't get me wrong. It's really weird. No, because, like, there's certain people that, like, me and, like, my small, like, friend group, like, gatekeep, where, like, you can't have a crush on this person. I don't care. But it's, like, a celebrity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> Mm-hmm. So, Gary and Wyatt say, we can't let you have her, but maybe we can make you a girl. Yeah, so they kind of tell the boys what they did and try making one, but forget something. They forget something. They so forgot the doll. They're doing the whole experiment just like at the beginning, and the room is shaking, the, the 
there's wind and lightning and thunder and everything in his in their bedroom and which tears like the whole house apart yeah like everything's going out the chimney and the next thing you know you know the dust settles and lisa's standing there and she's not happy no she says uh you forgot one thing and they realize that the first time they hooked it up to a doll to capture the female form Mm-hmm. And this time they did not do that. But they put, like, the wires on a Times magazine. Yeah, with a picture of a Soviet missile on it. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, that Soviet missile begins to come up through their floor and take residence in their home. Yep. So that's not convenient. That's going to be hard to hide. You think, yeah. And uh, Wyatt's parents are coming home the next day. Mm-hmm. Well, and there's still a party raging on. Yes. So, they go back to the party. They you know, hide in the closet. Oh, yeah, they're hiding. and uh, Lisa has a plan. Well, before this even... The kitchen's blue. Oh, yeah, the kitchen turns blue. All kinds of stuff goes upside down and inside out while the, the experiment is failing. There were some boobies. That was like mandatory in 80s movies. Boobies? It could be... Every movie. It could be the most romantic movie. There's going to be some boobs in there There's somewhere. a funny scene with a woman's boobie in class. What was it? Remind me. I don't remember. You haven't watched that movie yet. Class is the Rob Lowe one, but I Oh, I thought you meant in class, like when they were in school in the movie. Oh, no. I meant in the movie class. Yeah, there's like six people that know that movie. I know, but... It, I was so surprised I found it. Yeah, we're gonna have to watch that one because we gotta start watching crappier movies mm-hmm. so we can make fun of them more. Because when we watch movies that are like classics and stuff, we just end up talking about them. Yeah. So. Class is definitely a good one to like make fun of, but it's also just an entertaining movie. I actually heard for that one, and maybe when we do that episode, we'll get into it more. That Robert Downey Jr. just came in wearing makeup already. Robert Downey Jr. is in that one. Yeah, exactly. They were like, what are you doing here? Why do you have all that makeup on? And he was like, I'm just here to watch my friend Rob Lowe. And Rob Lowe was like, I, I did my own makeup. I have a picture of the two of them together from the 80s. See? And they used to get together for makeup parties. There were just a couple of girls. What's wrong with that? Nothing. I'm just saying. Then why'd you bring it up? Like if something was wrong about it. I mean, I'm not saying there's anything wrong. Uh-huh. I'm saying you like Canceled. them. But I think that they like each other. It's okay. It's just... That's how Jack, Z- oh my god, I can't speak. Jack, Hughes- Jack and Rose. No, that's how Jack Hughes and, Jack and Trevor Zegers are. Me and Ava ship Jack and Trevor, but then like them. And those are the hockey players that yeah. you've been going on nonstop about. Yeah. Well. Like what I was saying, Ava gatekeeps Jack. Hmm. Hmm. Hockey players are. I don't care how gay the locker rooms get. That's They're, any male locker room. Oh, from what I hear, I've, I've been in many locker rooms, and from what I hear, it doesn't get much gayer than a hockey locker room. Oh, I've heard stories in the boys' locker rooms at my school. I don't oh, want to. Tell me one. Well, I know. <laughs> Lincoln is like, hates going in the locker rooms, one of my guy friends. Mm-hmm. He hates it so much because there's always just random noises. Because the guys are the guys, there's so there's a lot of farting. There's stuff. just a lot of moaning, period. Because the guys are the guys. That's just any classroom at that school, too. Interesting. Uh, I remember in junior high one time, 
I had like a partial bar of soap. My soap from the shower was getting down to where the bar was never. No, nobody just... showers in those. Oh, we did. Nobody does. Unless like you have We like, had to. Unless you have like football, so like you do it early or late, like when nobody's gonna be there, but like nobody showers after gym class. We had to. We used to have jack checks and stuff. Mm. And all that kind of stuff. Um I'm gonna pause here for a second because mom's gonna come in. And we're back. All right. So, Gary, or sorry, Wyatt's grandparents decide to stop by, check in on them while the party's raging on. What every junior high, high school boy wants is their grandparents. And uh, this happens after the kitchen is blue and after they the missile is in the living room. Yes. And but before the boys have come back downstairs, yeah. And Lisa's solution is to paralyze them and put them in the closet. Yeah. She just basically like freezes time on them like and then shoves them in a closet. Harshly kills them pretty much. And again, the boys are freaking out and they forget she's magic and mm -hmm. she can undo all this. Yeah. But so then Gary and Wyatt come downstairs. They see the kitchen's blue. They see Wyatt's grandparents in the closet. And uh, and then there are monsters on motorcycles that yes. break in. She thought they needed a challenge. So, like, I swear one of them was in Goonies. Well, he did look like Sloth. I don't know if it was the same guy or not. But, yeah, he looked like Sloth. Sloth was a little, a little meatier. But it might have been the same guy. It was the same time period. I never did look into that. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, like mutants. Yeah, and, and it's funny because they're freaking out at first, the boys are, and then they realize, like, there are monsters on motorcycles. This can't be real. And they yeah. start to realize that, uh, oh man, Lisa set that up. Yeah. So they're like, okay, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna take this guy down. And so they, they'd be, they put on their best badass face. Uh, Gary, who plays Anthony, er, oh my gosh, Gary, who's played by Anthony Michael Hall, uh, takes the gun that, um, Lisa used as a squirt gun earlier to, like, scare him into, like, still going to the party and, and scaring his parents and everything. Right. And is using that, still thinking, oh, you know, like, it's just a squirt gun, like, it's not actually gonna hurt anybody. But then, as soon as, like, they scare the mutants off... He's like waving it around, and then it's whatever the scene is. He's like, no, 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 and then accidentally shoots it, and he's and they're like, wait, and he was very confused. Yeah, and it it's real. Mm -hmm. Shoots shoots a hole in the wall. Uh, so now they're heroes though, and mm -hmm. and the girls realize that RDJ is a scumbag, and the girls start to fall for Gary and Wyatt. Uh, Robert Squared took off when when shit got real because well they're not only scumbags they're wusses and they just left left their girls hanging. Gary and Wyatt saved the day. And Robert Downey Jr. He is the one to go. Wait, what about the girls? And then he's like, it doesn't matter. Go. Yeah. So he did think twice. Man, what a hero. I know. And then from there party ends it's early morning and check it's home mm -hmm. 
And Chet is not happy. There's stuff missing. Oh, there's everything's broken. It looks like there was a motorcycle chase in the house because there, there was. was. The kitchen's blue. Mm -hmm. There's a missile in the living room. And Grandma and Granddad are paralyzed in the closet. Mm -hmm. So. He <laughs> um, scares the boys and the girls with a gun. With, with, his, a, with a 12-gauge, I believe. Yeah. As a shotgun. And on the third day, Jesus created the hunting boat rifle to kill the dinosaurs and the homosexuals. And See? Now that's a church I could go to. Your, your movie mash in there, that's from what, Mean Girls? Yes. That's not even close. Um, the time period. <laughs> So Chet is angry and tells them take the girls home, or actually Lisa tells Chet to shut up and tells the boys to take the girls home. Yeah, so then they, they take what? It's a Ferrari and a Lambo? Something like that, yeah. That are magical as well. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> Gary passes his parents. Yes. And she's like, his mom's like, oh my god, it's our son. And she's like, we don't have a son. Yeah, about. Gary's dad still doesn't remember him, which is pretty hilarious. Which, I mean, you know, it happens to the best of us. I forget your name, like, once a week. That's cute. We love that for you. Easy, Lauren, all right? <laughs> um, so, yeah, Gary's dad still doesn't remember him. While they're gone taking the girls home, Lisa turns Wyatt... No, not Wyatt. Chet into Sound like a literal talking pile of shit. And... It honestly looked like something from Star Wars. Like it, yeah, it looked like a mini job of the hut. And then tells him, you're going to be nice to Gary and Wyatt. You're going to stop yeah, leave the boys blackmailing alone. Gary. And this and that says, I won't change you back unless you promise to be nice. Mm-hmm. And I actually heard when they turned Chet into this pile of poo, mm -hmm. they had uh, RDJ come in as a stunt double. Uh -huh. And they were like, we need an actual pile of shit <laughs> to come in and play this pile of shit. And RDJ was like, that's me. I've been waiting for this role my whole that's life. so mean. What did he do to you? <sighs> he got in my daughter's heart. And so I have to make fun of him mercilessly. Ah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the boys come home, and Lisa's telling them, you know, the house is going to go back, and it looks like you guys got girlfriends. Yeah, because they were going to, like, explain it to her, and she's like, I already know, it's fine. Like, this is kind of why I'm here. Yeah. And she then. <laughs> the ending. Her final outfit, she looks like a magician. She's got like some weird like pant suit tuxedo looking thing on and does magic. So I'm just gonna say she was a magician the whole time. Mm -hmm. I don't think they made her, I think she yeah, fooled them. Do you remember what happened after? She changed everything back. No, because then after that it was almost like a post credit scene kind of thing. Where um after that she ends up being like the gym teacher at their school. Oh, right. I did forget about that. 
Yeah, I because know. it shows like from her legs up, and it's just like like one of the full, like full body scans of yeah, the I camera. Yeah, And then it shows her blowing a whistle, and saying Jocelyn give me twenty, and then it's all the guys like jaws on the floor, and they all fall to the floor because of how hot she is. Yeah, I mean, she's pretty hot, but get your act together, guys. Mm-hmm. So. They're high school boys. They don't know what to do. <laughs> Everything, the house goes back to normal. Gary and Chet's parents come home. Or Wyatt and Chet's parents come mm-hmm. home. Man, I keep getting them backwards. It's okay. You're okay. Thank you. So... Movie comes comes around, happy ending. The boys have girlfriends, yes. and Chet's gonna be nice now. Parents don't know any different. Mm-hmm. Grandma and granddad are alive and out of the closet. You would think. I don't know. They never really say. I'm gonna assume. Nope. Uh, they have a post credit scene of the parents just finding the grandparents and yelling at them. Dang. <laughs> I got dark. It's called really weird science. <laughs> Just, well, boys, what did you do? And that is how the movie ends. So, Lou, do you think this movie could be remade now? No. No? Not without half of the cast getting canceled after. Yeah, I, I am curious how they would do, I mean... Taking a lot of stuff. One easy fix is that they would make it a high school girl that they create. Yeah. It would just be like a super oh, high school girl. The one Disney movie I used to be obsessed with, How to Build a Better Boy. Oh, yeah. That's pretty similar, I guess. That's basically, yeah, what it is. Yeah, because her and her best friend, Tanya McLean, and I can't think of what this girl's name is, but it plays Brie and Lab Rats. I, I could not tell yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, because that was, they built a boyfriend because they were nerds and told the popular kids that she has a really hot boyfriend. Ended up building it, and they were just going to say, like, it was a profile or something, but then he ended up showing up to the school. Right, right. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That basically, and that's, you see plots recycled. Oh, yeah. Especially with, like, Disney movies and stuff and, and Nickelodeon shows. They just, they just keep recycling the same plots with different people. But... Wet Side Story and West Side Story. You say Wet Side Story? That's what it was called in Teen Beach Movie. Oh, because they're at the beach. Yeah, because it was... I went a total Pornhub route don't. when you said that. <laughs> I, I knew know. you would have, too. Well, I don't know where you're going with these things, Lou. Nice. So, uh, yeah, Weird Science. Probably never be remade. Probably not. But it, uh, it holds up. As a as a benchmark '80s movie, oh yeah, and one of the John Hughes still one of the more celebrated directors. Even though, as you'll find out, we watch Pretty in Pink or Sixteen Candles or any of those. There's a lot of uh, oh, like is it? I think it's Sixteen Candles when they have a foreign exchange student that's. Asian, I can't remember if he's Chinese, Japanese, but mm-hmm. his name's Long Duck Dong, and he's like the most stereotypical Asian character ever in a movie, oh. and it, it's it's just blatant, and it's funny, like, I always wonder, like, how they even got people to play these roles. Oh, yeah. Like, who the guy was, it was like, yeah, I'll be that stereotypical thing that's not actually accurate at all, but I'll play that in a movie. Mm-hmm. I know that people look at us that way, and I should be trying to 
put the opposite image out there. That but is true, you're but pay so me. many people for their first roles will do anything. Yeah, almost. yeah, to get that foot in the door and get the the credits show. on the resume. Oh yeah. But that is all I've got for weird science. The next episode, folks, we're gonna bounce into the Fear Street series, the horror movies on Netflix. We watched so good. the first one, Fear Street 1994, we watched the other night and really, really like those. They're very well made. There's more of them coming out. Yeah, There's I what, love three Fear on Netflix right now? Yeah, I love Fear Street. So <clears throat> we're going to do one uh, per movie and then we'll see when they put new ones out. And we're going to be a little more consistent now. Vacation's over. I'm getting settled into my new work schedule. Uh, but we thank you guys for joining us. Say goodbye to the folks, Lulu. Bye. All right. Take care, everybody. Thanks for joining us.